Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing chapter 14, Gunatre Vibhagi Yoga, Yoga of Three Gunas. So, so far in Bhagavad Gita, you learnt about ourselves, who we are as the limited beings, how we function, how can we make the most out of our actions, how can we be most efficient in the first six chapters. And we learned that Working without any attachment or expectation is actually the best method to gain the most out of your life and most out of your actions. To become the most proficient and efficient, the basic requirement is not to get too attached to whatever you are doing. This is contrary completely to what we think. We think the more passionate I am, the better I will be. Bhagavad Gita says it's the other way around. Less you are attached to what you are doing, more efficient you would be, more successful you would be. So this is what we learned in the first six chapters. That's called a karma yoga. How to act in this world as a limited being and to get the most out of your life is karma yoga. Then focus on who you are in reality. That you are not this body, you are not this mind, you are not this intellect. Who are you? Contemplate on it. So with Dhyana Yoga. What we are contemplating upon that Supreme Self, the Self that I am, other than this limited Self, we have learnt in the next sets of chapters, culminating in Bhakti Yoga, the devotion to that Self. Unless I identify with something higher, I cannot detach from the lower. To resign from my job, I have to find another job before I resign, if I'm a smart person. Don't resign before you get the next job. Okay. You have to find a better job before you can resign from your current job which you either hate or at least not love as much. Right now, this limited self, even though I'm comfortable, it's not the best situation I'm in. I'm not always happy. I'm not always achieving what I'm trying to achieve. So I'm trying to see something better than what I have today. Something which can give me permanent happiness. So Bhagavan said, you identify with that self which is capable of giving you the permanent happiness. So that's Bhakti Yoga. Bhakti Yoga is truly to identify with one which has no limitations. As long as I'm identified with this limited being, there is no chance ever in eons to come that I'll achieve my goal of being perfectly happy. So Bhagavan said, you identify with that supreme self. So then we are trying to discuss in the last set of these chapters what is the difference between this limited self and the higher self and how to go beyond those limitations. So the last chapter we talked about the Kshetra Kshetra Vibhagi Yoga. What is the field and who is the knower? So the knower is always someone other than the field. 
If I know something, that means that's an object, and I am the knower, I'm the subject. So if I know my limited self, the limited self is an object, and I, the knower, is knowing the limited self. So there we identified that this body, this idam sariram kaunteya etikshetram abhidiyate, this body is the field. This body includes all my experiences, my mind, my thoughts, modifications of my moods, all that is filled. But one who is witnessing it is the witness. So now, how do I go beyond this? We have been learning in this chapter. What is minding this non-limited self to the limited self? And we came to the conclusion that the three gunas of the prakriti. This prakriti, the manifest world, has three basic qualities, the three ingredients which makes it pluralistic world. Same singularity now projecting as a plural world. We know from science there was nothing but singularity before the Big Bang and then this world of cosmos came into existence. I was just reading Stephen Hawking some dialogue with somebody and somebody asked him, so what was before Big Bang? And he said nothing. Nothing before Big Bang. So there was something which, obviously we say nothing can, something cannot come out of nothing. So there was something, but something was not as divided as we perceive it right now. We also learned in cause and effect that effect can be nothing but the cause modified. This cosmos cannot be anything but the singularity modified. So Bhagavan said that you have to understand what is binding you to this worldview of pluralistic world and you are at the center of your own world. I'm the center of my world. Everything relates to me. If I remove myself from this world, the world disappears. When I'm not there, that world does not exist. What's happening in Syria right now does not exist for me because I'm not there. I'm not involved. But what's happening here, I'm very much involved. It all relates to me. Once I remove this limited self out of this equation, the pluralistic world does not exist. These three gunas are binding this infinite to this limited self. Gunas, as we have learned, also in ropes. These three ropes are binding you to this limitedness. We are not giving up our limitedness but expecting infinite happiness, unlimited existence. We all think that we are going to exist forever. We have learned in Mahabharata that Yaksha asked you this direct question, what is the most wonderful you find about human beings? And he said the most wonderful, most amazing thing is that everyone knows he is going to die, but we all live like they are never going to die. We cannot think about ourselves as non-existing. Existence is my real nature, but I also know that this life as I know will end sooner or later. So how can I get out of this fear of mortality, this fear of unhappiness? But one said, you need to get rid of these three binding ropes. You have this great wealth of Satchit and Ananda, but you just don't have the password to that account. Somebody says, Neil, your great-grandfather left great wealth in Swiss account. The only problem is we don't have the account number. 
So we know that we are Satchitananda, we just don't know the key to it. So Bhagavan said, they know that these three are binding you. Once you get out of these three, you will achieve that state where you are immortal, always blissful and all-knowing. So we have learned that, that these three gunas are binding you. They are sattva, rajas and tamas. Sattva binds you with happiness, rajas by activity and tamas by laziness or inactivity. So the ultimate prescription was gunatita bhava. Go beyond these three gunas. So Arjuna obviously says, okay, all this is well and good, but how can one get to that point? The so last verse we have seen says, how can anyone can go beyond these three gunas? Kim Acharahan, once he achieves that, what will be his behavior? Katram Chetam Trigunan Nivartate. How can I understand that this is possible? Give me some indications of what will be like a litmus test that if I see this, that means that person has gone beyond three gunas. And also if that is possible that somebody has already done that, then tell me the recipe, how to get there. Now we know that Bhagwan has been talking about it all throughout in Bhagavad Gita, how to become that. But Arjuna, one more time ask this question to make it very clear that this is what the goal of life is. So Bhagwan answer in the following verses. And it's really very unique Verse, verse 22. And this is something we really want to contemplate. What is his answer to it? Prakasam cha, pravrittim cha, moham, eva cha, pandava, na dvesti sam pravrittani. He did not say that these gunas will disappear once you become nirguna, gunatita. He does not hate when these three gunas are present. Prakasam cha, pravrittim cha, moham. These are the effects of these three gunas. Prakash. Light, knowledge, clear-headedness, we clearly understand what's going on. Things are very clear, no confusion, this is prakasha. That's the effect of sattva. When my mind and intellect are in sattva guna, everything is crystal clear. No confusion, I don't need somebody's advice. I know what is right and what is wrong. It's prakasha. Pravrittim, activity, I'm busy, don't bother me. Rajas, that's the effect of rajas. And moham, delusion. I don't understand what's going on. I don't know whether they're right or wrong. Is moham. Is the effect of tamas. When these are present in my personality, in my mind, I don't hate them. So up till now we were thinking that when somebody says guna titaha bhava means I will not have those gunas at all. Bhagavad makes it very clear. These gunas will remain as they are. Just because you became sthita pragna, the world is not going to change. Neither the quality and the nature of your body, mind and intellect are going to change. As we are talking about, if I am a weakling, it's not overnight going to change because I have become a gnani, that I will be the most powerful person. Body will have his own dharma. It will be exactly what it is before realization and after realization. Mind will have its own dharma. It has been with you for eons. It has its own personality. It's not going to change. Neither intellect overnight is going to become Einstein. So we know these are my equipment and I have to live with their limitations. 
but i in the core of my being seeing that happening in my mind and intellect remain a witness and i don't hate that why i am in this mood is not a question this is how i react when things happen this way this is my nature non nivrittani kankshati he also does not desire when they are not present so when i am in a satvik mood i feel like things are very clear i'm very very happy about my own clarity then when i lose that satvik mood and getting to rajasik and tamasing i hate that because i want to be back to my serene clean clear state of mind bhagwan said that's not possible and therefore you shouldn't be desirous of that see many people say i was meditating the very first day it was very good but second day onward nothing really happened more you desire more it will stay away from you in gujarat there is a saying which says mage teni age ne tyage teni age one who is asking for it the things go away from them and one who is saying i don't need it people will come to you more you say i don't need it people will offer you more is i want it people will take away from you so bhagwan said that do not have any of this when they are present the effects of this three gunas don't hate them understand that these are the common experiences for everyone na nivrittani when you are not something i was enjoying my activity i was very busy and now i'm not accepted as is so the acceptance is the mark of a true gnani one who accepts his reality as is is such a person is bhagwan arjuna asked what are his qualities his qualities are he accepts things as they are he does not hate them when they are happening he does not desire if they are not happening simple now this is something for us is very difficult to accept because as soon as we talk about somebody and say i don't know he has been talking about all this but then the other day this thing happened and then he reacted this way he reacted this way because this is how he was made up of all his life but you do not know how that incident affected him so bhagwan said the core of your being you become a witness say my mind is unhappy my body is unhealthy my intellect is dull or other way around but that is who i am this is where i have been no real desire to make an overnight change change i will make but it doesn't have to be overnight so the next was bhagwan says udasin vat asinaha every word is really important here because otherwise we can get confused very easily so up till now we think that the gunatitam and they will be no sattva rajas tamas in me no no sattva rajas tamas will remain as long as you are part of this prakriti once you are not part of this prakriti they are not applicable to you once you identify with the purusha the gunas of the prakriti are not binding you therefore he says meditate on your supreme self udasin vat asina and he said how is he behaving he said he will be sitting as if he is unconcerned our understanding one who is gunatita he doesn't do anything he is sitting doing nothing udasin vat so gujarati udasin means sad he is sitting sad bhagwan said udasin vat asina 
गुणे ही योहो न विचाल्यते ही डज नॉट गेट मूड बाय दिस गुणाज आउटर वर्ल्डली ही मस्ट बी एक्टिंग इन अ वेरी फ्रेंटिक वे एक्टिविटीज वॉट एवर इज हैपनिंग एट इज कोर ऑफ इज बींग ही सीज हिमसेल्फ एज सम वन अदर देन दिस मैन हु इज एक्टिंग आउटसाइड वुमन इज एक्टिंग आउटसाइड उदास ही अनकंसर्न आई द सेल्फ एज आई कंसिडर माई सेल्फ इज अनकंसर्न विद वॉट हैपनिंग इन माई माइंड माई इंटरलैक्ट इन माई वर्ल्ड आउटसाइड बॉडी इज डूइंग इट्स धर्मा माइंड इज डूइंग इट्स ओन धर्मा एंड इंटरलैक्ट ओन धर्मा I as the core is just a witness, not involved in it. Guneyo na vichal. He does not get moved by this gunal. Right now we get carried away by our mood of mind. Something goes well, we are elated. Something goes not well, we are really, really upset about it. He said, outwardly I'll be successful in failure, but inwardly both are same. I remain unconcerned, knowing these are all temporary happenings. Guna vartanta itiyeva. यो अवतिष्ठति न इंगते ही नोज दैट द गुणाज आर ऑपरेटिंग द क्वालिटीज ऑफ माय इक्विपमेंट आर ऑपरेटिंग इन द वर्ल्ड ऑफ ऑब्जेक्ट्स विद देयर गुणाज वी लर्न दैट इन चैप्टर थ्री ऑल द वे बैक देर गुणा गुणेशु वर्तंत इति मत्वा न सज्जते ही डज नॉट गेट अटैच टू एनी हैपनिंग्स और एक्सपीरियंस Knowing that the gunas of my mind and intellect and body are reacting with the gunas of the objects, therefore, Bhagwan said that objects themselves are no gunas of their own. They are completely innocent. It is my gunas reacting with them will create their experience. So, for someone, it's a pleasurable experience; for other, it's a pain. Take somebody to a concert who does not like singing. For him, it's a pain. Opera. We we go to opera, and those who understand, they are all elated. What a wonderful thing! And somebody like us, who are very Bollywood music oriented, say, "What is he doing all along?" You know, <laughs> because thing or or being does not have inherent capability to give you pleasure or pain. You create pleasure and pain out of that. But once and knowing that. he does not get moved by any of the gunas gunas are the ropes which are binding you once you released yourself from those gunas you are just a witness you are seeing mind functioning intellect functioning body functioning things happening people liking you all that is but he himself remains a witness third party sakshi chaitanya and the last verse says sama दुख सुख नाउ दीज आर द इफेक्ट नाउ वी आर टॉकिंग अबाउट सुख एंड दुख एट द बॉडी लेवल स्वस्थ ही रिमेन्स फॉर्म स्वस्थ इन सुख और दुख सम लोस्ट अस्म कैंचन दिस वर्ड्स हैव बीन यूज बिफोर एग्जैक्ट सेइंग दैट ही इज नॉट मूव्ड बाय एनी एक्सपीरियंस ऑफ प्लेजर और पेन दैट डज नॉट मीन ही इज नॉट फीलिंग प्लेजर और पेन not that he will be foolish enough to go outside in cold without wearing a jacket because they well, say i'm seem to cold and heat no no he knows if somebody asks swami yes swami ji every time you come you always go in the mercedes or lexus or bmw or some you know why don't you some day go with some toyota or he said i'm not fool if i better car available i want to go in a dilapidated car 
But if the no cars are available, I'll go on anything. <laughs> so it's not that you'll be foolish enough to say, I'm, I'm give up this in a comfort to sansar. He said, you can only prove yourself to be detached if you're within the realm of experiences. I can become completely, you know, non-corrupt person if then nobody ever offers me bribe or there's no opportunity to get bribe. I'll be a very clean person. Or I'll be a very ethical person if there are no opportunity for me to be unethical. It's only when you're in the marketplace, all things are tempting you and you still remain clean. That's your test. That's where you shine out saying, I'm detached from this. So therefore, sama dukkha sukha. Sukha dukkha will come, but I'll be swastha. I'll remain okay. Sama lostasma kanchanaha. For him, the lump of earth, precious stone or gold is the same. That does not mean he's foolish enough to say, well, give me this lump of clay and I'll give you gold. When we were in Zambia, at the time, there were a lot of home robberies. They will come and take away all your TVs and, you know, gadgets, all that. Leave all your jewelry. They had no idea the value of jewelry or gold. They knew all about watches are expensive. They'll take it Finally, over a period of time, they learned that more important thing is to steal jewelry. Because to them, someone lost Tasma Kanchina and those jewelry were of no value. They did not have any buyers probably. You know. The thing have no intrinsic value to the value I assigned to it. I was just reading, say, somebody says, what is the value of this diamond? I think they were discussing about Kohinoor. Or, and the person says, there is no real value in Kohinoor. It's just what you assign it to it. What is the value of my real estate? I asked a long time ago when I was selling house, and my, my friend who was a realtor said, it is as much as a buyer is willing to pay. That is the value of your house. I may think it's a million-dollar house. People can only offer $100,000. That's the value $100,000. Sama Loste Asmakanchana, he realizes this. Tulya Priya Apriya. Again, I like things and I don't like things. I like people, I don't like people. He said, but he remains in equanimity. Diraha Tulyaha Ninda Atma Sanstutihi. This is the most difficult one. Other things you can achieve relatively easily. When it comes to this, this is your real test. Tulya nindaha. When somebody is criticizing you or blaming you, this is your real self comes out again. How balanced you are. But even though I may not like it and I may react to it, whether is it affecting me internally to my own balance so that I cannot function next day. Somebody says, you're a lousy architect. Okay, fine. Can I still function next day? That's what your test is. It's atma sanstutihi, in the self-praise. I am always thinking I am the best, but other people may or may not. But whatever the praise I get, I don't get carried away by. People always say, he is the best, this and that. Every time you go to any show or anywhere, the announcer comes and says, Sahensa of this. Next show, the same announcer will say the same thing for the next guy. Because this is how the world is. But I shouldn't get carried away in thinking that this is for me alone. So, we'll stop right here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina 
सर्वे सन्तु सर्वे भद्राणि पश्यन्तु मा कश्चित् दुख भाग भवे ओम शांति 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 हरि ओम श्री गुरुभ्यो नमः हरि ओम